Stress is a word that's often used. And if you Google it, one of the definitions is that stress can be defined as the degree to which you feel overwhelmed or unable to cope as a result of pressures that are unmanageable. However, stress is not all bad. It is the reason we human beings have survived. In fact, we need a certain amount of stress to literally get out of bed in the morning. And an optimum amount is often referred to by athletes as being in the zone. It is too much stress over long periods of time that can lead to fatigue, anxiety, and all that we attribute to being stressed out. In nature, many species have had to evolve to changing conditions in order to survive. They've needed to respond and recover quickly from threats and stressors. And this has led to some remarkable physical adaptations, such as moths whose ears have become adapted to detect ultrasonic echolocation or clicks of bats that prey on them. And the response of bats to change the pitch or level of their clicks as a result. And this is referred to as co-evolution. And it's amazing stuff, right? But what if I told you that you can rewire your own brain and actually change it physically? That the brain of a regular mindfulness meditator is different to that of someone who doesn't meditate? Would you believe me? Hi, my name is Jo Heath and I am Head of Countryside at Hampshire County Council. In this series of mini-podcasts, I'd like to introduce you to mindfulness and in particular the benefits that being mindful in nature can bring. Our ancestors, who lived much closer to the nature and perils of the wild, developed an effective response to threats. Well, they must have done, otherwise we would not be here to tell the tale. The fight-flight-freeze response is our automatic primitive reaction, and whether we choose to run, put up our fists or pretend to be already dead, is determined by what will give us the best chance of survival in the face of the threat. When we sense danger, it fires the stress centre in our brains, quicker than our rational or higher functioning part of the brain can react. And when that happens, a number of physical changes occur. For example, our breathing is faster or we may hold our breath. Our circulation becomes sluggish and ready to clot fast. Our metabolic rate goes up. We sweat and the blood goes to the muscles away from the skin and gut to help us get ready to run. A hormone called cortisol, which helps to fuel our body's fight or flight response is increased. And this hormone is also responsible for things like increasing the blood sugar, controlling our sleep-wake cycle, and managing how our body uses carbs, fats and proteins. So if that stressor was a tiger, then once the tiger had passed, our cortisol levels would calm down and our bodily functions go back to normal. You might have seen how an animal such as a deer shakes to get rid of excess energy once they've stopped running from a threat, and that is part of their recovery. But if our internal alarm button is repeated again and again until it stays on, even at a low level for a prolonged period of time, it can lead to a range of health problems. And these include anxiety and depression, heart disease, memory and concentration problems, problems with digestion, trouble sleeping and weight gain, to name a few. Many of the stresses we encounter today are not real tigers and occur mainly in our minds as a result of being preoccupied with events in the past or worrying about what might or might not happen in the future. These events are in our imagination. They're just thoughts, but the threat can feel very real 
and causes our stress response to be activated. Our bodies react in a similar way to the physical threat, but with nowhere for that energy to go. And the more often our stress centre is triggered, the larger and more reactive it gets. Effectively, we become wired for stress. So I invite you to take a moment to reflect about a particular situation or a person that can typically trigger your stress response. When we regularly practice mindfulness meditation, it helps us to become less reactive to stress. It reduces the activity of our stress center known as the amygdala, which then decreases in size and becomes less responsive. It increases the cortical thickness of our hippocampus, which governs learning and memory, and improves the higher functioning parts of the brain, the prefrontal cortex, which in turn helps to prevent it shrinking with age. It's like we actually can evolve ourselves. Recognising that you are stressed and what events or situations can trigger a stress response is an important element of mindfulness meditation. It is one of the reasons we do the body scan, so that we can tune into our bodies and see where we are holding tension. Even if we do not think we are stressed, our bodies can often give the game away. The trick with mindfulness meditation is to take a mindful pause, tune into your body, try to observe your thoughts and not get carried away with them. So that leads us to our experiment today. And in this, we are going to learn from our animal cousins and take a few seconds to shake out any excess tension in the body. At any time of the day, but particularly if you've just dealt with a difficult situation or person, take a pause. Stand up and follow that with a couple of deep breaths. Then do a quick mental sweep of your body and note where you may be holding any tension. Now, and here's the good bit, shake your arms and legs, a bit like athletes do before a race. And then I invite you to shake your whole body for about 10 to 20 seconds. Really let it go. Take a quick body scan and notice any difference you may feel. Now you might feel a little silly, particularly in front of other people, but it always makes me smile. So go on, turn the corners of your mouth up and have a great day.